0: hey guys what's up thanks for tuning in to today's episode hey hit me up on instagram linkedin or facebook and let me know where you're listening in from this is episode 10 and today i had alana mcguyen on the show or more commonly known on socials as l pearls and my first female guest alana is a full-time beauty vlogger influencer on youtube and instagram And We had a really insightful chat into what it's like being a digital creator influencer in the online space. Alana was super open and honest about some of the challenges and struggles as well as all the kind of exciting perks and joys that come with a unique job like this. Hope you're going to enjoy this episode and like I said get in touch I'd love to hear from you. Let's jump in. So Alana thanks for jumping on the podcast you're my first uh, female guest so yeah. Um, it's a pleasure to have you on so do you want to maybe introduce yourself and tell us a bit about what you do
1: yeah my name is Alana on my social platforms it's at Pearls, or on Instagram or on YouTube it's Pearls. I actually never remember what my name is on <laughs> i think it i think you can search me with Elle pearls or Elena picurly but that's a bit of a hard one to spell so uh yeah um i guess what is what is the term anymore of like what i'm called a social influence social influencer a digital influencer
0: yeah
1: i don't even know an influencer um But yes, that's what I do. I create content on YouTube, and I think that just morphs into Instagram and any other kind of platform that just shows a little bit of my life. Um, I've been doing it for—I should know these numbers. (laughs) uh, I've been doing it for—I want to say three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Three and a half years, and I've been full time for two and a half. Too. nice yeah <laughs> so, um but yeah it didn't come like overnight i worked uh two full-time jobs on top of creating two videos a week for nine months before i had my first paid something, yeah which still was definitely not enough to <laughs> to see you through post. yeah no not at all but yeah um yeah, it's just cool. something that I definitely am passionate about. So I'm very, very fortunate to have it as my career.
0: Yeah, cool. No, that's quality. Um, I wonder if we maybe rewind back then, prior to you kind of moving into this space and touch on. I guess you know, did you go to school and then college after that, or or what did that look like for you?
1: Yeah, um, fun fact, I was homeschooled until grade eight. Oh, wow. No, nice. Yeah, that's 13. I know the grade system's a bit different here in the UK, so grade yeah. A is um, I went to high school, and then after high school, I was very hesitant on what to do. I didn't really know I come from uh, – my mom's quite creative, but my dad is like – in a science background so they both had yep. academic uh you know schooling so they obviously were very pushing on go to university it doesn't matter what you go for just go kind of yeah
2: thing. yeah
1: and I was very my older brother hadn't gone yet so it was like I was the first born in the sense of oh I don't know what to do like I genuinely don't want to waste your money my money on something that I might not have actually use yeah so it was so last minute then my mom was like well why don't you go for marketing um it's a little bit of creative it's a little bit of business anyway so I went for a year of marketing and, um, loved it. I don't know if the schooling part was <laughs> yeah. the experience of, you know, being away, but, um, it was great. It just wasn't the fit. I think I was just doing it to do it. So I didn't complete that. Decided to take a year off and yep. just, um, actually was working as a server in a restaurant and I loved doing that. <laughs> nice. So Love it. But, um, I guess to like kind of bring in what the future had in store was I was always um, doing people's hair and makeup from a very young age. I um, kind of, just always was that creative person. Whether it was doing my brother's like face paint when he wouldn't want me to, when he was little, to like yeah. all of my cousins cutting their hair, and you know, coming up with new before and after photos that would just impress them. And then <laughs> on prom day, doing like six of my friends' hair and makeup, and just you know, always being that go-to girl. Which kind of went into college. I was always like, oh, can you do this for me? And I think I kind of gained a little bit of trust in that field. Yeah. Um which is why I kind of transitioned well into what I do. And I I had the trust of everyone around me. It wasn't like, Mm -hmm. oh, why is she doing this? She doesn't even know what she's doing. It was like, oh, this is so well-suited.
0: Yeah, this makes sense.
1: Oh, totally. So I took the year off and then I was like, oh, what do I really love? Yeah, I love fashion, I love makeup, all this. I didn't want to go to school for makeup because I felt like, I just, I was passionate about it and I was actually good at it. That I was like, eh, I don't even You didn't know, want to learn the, the to theory, theory it of it or, or something? It.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I was
1: like, oh, you know, um, you know, fashion marketing might be fun because there's a little bit of everything in it. It's not super like fashiony where you're making clothes all the time, but you're putting on shows, you're creating windows. There's, there's a lot of like creative aspects of it. And so I did that course and I loved it. I'm really glad I did. I learned a lot of things from it. But um, from that, I basically kind of started doing hair and makeup for weddings. I worked in a lot of stores and did, you know, a lot of fashion kind of things, but it just wasn't like fulfilling, you know, it's like that transition state of stage of like, I know I want to do something where I want to be creative and I kind of always had that problem where Whenever I worked, I got super hyped. I was so excited. I loved going to work. I had high energy. And then it kind of went into, oh my gosh, I'm doing the same thing every day with the same people. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm meant to work with people. <laughs> like, yeah. an institution. I was yeah. like, my brain is just like, you know it's locked in of like what it could be doing and I feel like I'm just such a freestyle kind of thinker that I just Mm -hmm. like I got bored like I was like "Eh, this is so you know in the box so uh, I did hair and makeup on the weekends and that was kind of like my creative like oh I get to do what I want meet new people all the time like I was a part of people's most special day right like yeah and and I, I have a very like personable side so I really love getting to meet new people all the time which um, was great. And then that kind of led into um, a job where I became a regional trainer and pro artist for a really big, big makeup brand in uh, North America called Not- Anastasia Beverly Hills, which is now worldwide. But it was amazing in the sense where I kept going to different locations of um, big stores, Sephoras, and training people. So I had like the the technical teacher side of things, like, uh, you know, showing how to do certain things but it was still within what I loved which was makeup so yeah. I realized quickly like oh maybe it's because my mom's a teacher but <laughs> I <laughs> never thought I wanted to be anything to do with teaching I was like no, no no I just want to create but I was like oh no I'm actually really good at explaining how something is being done or how you do it but I'm also yeah. not like this is right and this is wrong because when it comes to anything art-wise, even makeup, it's your expression of it. It's how you decide to do it, which I was mm-hmm. very open to. So I think I had a good balance, which, you know, I did well in that job. But then there was always just something where I was like, mm, there's just something. I'm still working under someone. I'm still having to go to some locations that I've been to before. And I was like, I'm kind of bored. Like that was, yeah. was totally honest. I just got bored sometimes. Yeah. So um, I was obsessed with YouTube, obsessed with watching YouTube, all the OGs on it, just Tanya Burr, Zawala, Chloe Morella, all those people that have been on for years. I was
2: yeah.
1: oh my gosh, I could do this. Like, I'm pretty confident. Like, uh, I like what I do and I feel like I could make videos. And I remember an online magazine in Canada, I reached out and asked if I could do some, you know, content for them. So I kind of like dipped my toes in it where I, you know, did little tutorials or like little makeup steps for them. And then... I just kind of literally told myself in January. You know, you you make New, res- new Year's resolutions. Yeah. Travel. And I'm going to start a YouTube channel. Nice. Literally January 1st, I did it, and then I stuck with it. And here yeah.
0: I am. Yeah. <laughs> and was that how many years ago was that then? January 2016. I want to say 2015. 15. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: 14.
0: That... 15. 15. 14. 15. <laughs> yeah. And at that stage was YouTube was obviously like yeah. super popular, but was it, was it still sort of early days for totally. the kind of niche that you're in? Yeah.
1: Totally. And I think that's yeah. something where I feel fortunate where thinking of starting today is very overwhelming to me. Like yeah. I cannot yeah. not imagine It is so saturated. I feel like everyone in their dog has a channel and it's a little yeah. bit intimidating. Um, so I think I was a little bit, you know, I was at the cusp. I think a year later, you could have got into, but I think I was at mm-hmm. the right time when I started, and I'm glad I mm-hmm. did. But I also wasn't like, oh, I'll put up a video. Like, I was really determined, and I honestly took yeah. it seriously when I did. And it wasn't even anything where I could have thought it would have turned into a job or, you know, my career because I had two jobs on the side that I was. You know, maintaining, and then I was like, "Oh, I was just so excited to film two videos mm-hmm. for this channel that took me five months to get a thousand subscribers." Do you know? What I mean? Nice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I remember I was actually here in Northern Ireland um, when I reached a thousand, and it was so exciting. I was like,
0: "I'm big monster." I mean? Yeah. <laughs>
1: it was, oh, it was so funny, but yeah, yeah, and and then it was one year, and I had sixty thousand. So. Uh, yeah it was really exciting it was really good
0: Mm -hmm. quality I think it always sort of I think you you mentioned there about you know you didn't ever expect it to become a full-time job or career and I think that's always sort of the case um, (laughs) or at least with you know the people who turn out to be successful make whatever it is um, that they're passionate about a business I think that's the key to the success of it, totally. because it's a full-time like passion. It's not just like you say, "Oh, I'm mm-hmm. gonna make some videos," because I'm sure a lot of people have those kind of thoughts. So, mm-hmm. do you wanna maybe speak about the commitment and you know effort yeah. and energy that it took to like two videos a week. I can imagine even at that is is yeah. significant in terms of workload.
1: Well, like you mentioned, I think passion fuel is like such a drive and it because i really i think there was also a part of me and maybe i'm speaking for myself in this but i think because it came from parents who had academic careers and did so well i almost wanted to like prove that i could make it in a creative yeah. career that i did for myself and mm-hmm. a career that at that time wasn't very popular or like you do what like yeah you know, it wasn't even so
0: considered cool. a career what do, you, yeah. what do you
1: mean youtube like yeah I, yeah it was very weird so it was almost like i think i have a little bit of a stubbornness where i was like i'm gonna prove that this can work out for me and I'll yeah be yeah because you know being the one in the family being like oh i want to be in hair and makeup they're like okay sweetie but what do you want to do <laughs> like, a little bit of a okay, yeah that's great but like what do you actually want to be kind yeah. of thing but it, it genuinely was always me and so like I previously mentioned, because I had the trust of a lot of people already, and my name was already reaching with, um, you know, the makeup jobs that I was already doing. It was uh, an easy transition where people were like, oh, yeah, that girl's really good at that, because she's done this for me before, like told their friends, and it was all word of mouth um, for me. And I didn't have any struggle with um, loyalty with any um, followers or whatnot. But one of the main things I tell people whenever they're like, "Oh, I want to start a blog, or I want to start a YouTube channel, or start an Instagram, or something," I say, "It's great to want to start it, but you have to really want it. Like, you have mm-hmm. to like. You're, there's only so much you can put out without heart behind it, because then it yeah. just flops. And honestly, with algorithm now- nowadays, and just the amount of creators out there and content out there." You yeah. have to stay consistent it's so oh, yeah. it's a it's a twenty four seven hustle it really is, and it's kind of what you take from it if you're if you're a single person, go for it like head first but
2: mm-hmm.
1: I also have a family now, and it's like, okay, what are my priorities like it's still a job I'm you know maintaining it, but it's like okay, like flip this is something that could easily take over your life yeah. And, but yeah, consistency is the biggest thing I would ever recommend to someone and also like don't do it to do it because like it's so transparent it's so transparent if you're just forcing it and you're just yeah. like oh that's so cool that someone can stay at home and take pictures is what it probably seems to some people yeah. still but um
0: no I think I think um I don't think people realize the half of the amount of work and effort that goes into being or doing what you're doing you know I can just imagine this sheer amount of. Well, um, Time an and effort, like,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, but yeah, I think I think a lot of people maybe would it be fair to say criticize the industry or the influencer space? Yeah. And I think it's completely unjustified because of the amount of effort and energy that actually does go in behind the scenes. Yeah. That they well, they just they just see like a you know a photo that goes up and they're like they have it so easy, but actually totally. it's totally not true. Like, yeah.
1: Well, I think it's like two things. I think one is maybe misunderstanding it or, you know, they just maybe from a different generation or whatever. Yeah. It's totally a weird job if you really think about it. So it's fair. <laughs> I'm totally up to sitting down with someone and explaining what my day looks like. Um, well, I have videos on my channel of what my day looks like. Yeah. And, um. But then there's the other side where I think some people are maybe jealous that someone's actually doing what they love. I think that's another aspect of maybe someone being a little bit spiteful to an influencer is,
2: mm-hmm. oh, they're
1: actually doing. They they risked a lot with like maybe not taking a job that could have been a better pay or this or that. Yeah. They really put everything on the line for something they're passionate about and really love because maybe they didn't do that and they wish they did. So there's a little bit of, you know, envy, which isn't any kind of job. I won't say that it's just for influencing, but um, yeah, it's it's a scary situation because we don't have, like, we have no um, security in the field. Like what's going to happen <laughs> Is yeah. YouTube even a thing in If YouTube years?
0: dies. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so... I think, but I think, um, I'm sure you're already doing and thinking of this in terms of, diversifying into other platforms and always being kind of aware and keeping your eyes eyes open kind of. I think um there's a a big kind of business guy that I follow and he says um you know he's obviously going all in on the main platforms like YouTube and Instagram and whatnot but he's always tasting these other ones, just making sure, you know, that he's keeping his hand in, you know, those kind of pies in case one of those is the new yeah. Instagram or YouTube, you know, so Yeah.
2: I know yeah. it's hard
1: to know because, like, I feel like there's been a couple since I've started. A couple, you know, oh, get this app quick! Everyone, you know, downloads it, and then you never hear of it again. Yeah, it just flops you know? after so, a week.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: I think Instagram and YouTube definitely have the hierarchy right now, but you just you really never know. mhm
0: mm-hmm. Um, I wonder then, can we touch on? You mentioned, you know, you got that first kind of paid role or, or, um, you know, sponsorship or whatever you want to call it, but. You know, after that was it just a series of those? where they kind of trickling in or did you actively kind of seek out those partnerships and relationships?
1: Yeah. Um so I was super naive with like how YouTube worked. I didn't really understand like like how do I make this a job or anything. So um there there would always be like random emails you get from networks being like, Oh, hook up to us, link up to us and uh will sort you out money wise kind of like an ad sensing but they they're getting a cut from it but like they obviously would help you out with uh you know sponsorships and stuff like that so I linked up because I was naive didn't know anything so I linked up with a a a network and I was only with them for I think only a year not even no not even a year no a year
2: (laughs) yeah and
1: um (laughs) It was just nothing came from it. I got like a monthly uh, payout from them for my views. So that's like obviously the main source of income if you're not doing sponsored content, which I wasn't yet because it wasn't really a thing yet to do mm-hmm. sponsored things. It wasn't as popular. It was slowly beginning, but it was mostly based off of like your views um, on your channel out of all of your videos, your monthly views, and then you'd get a cut from whatever this network was giving you. So um. I got out of that contract thankfully and then linked with a new network that um, was like a very well-known one for beauty and lifestyle YouTubers and whatnot. And um, I just actually stopped with them, but they're amazing. And my management is with one of them and she's awesome. But uh, yeah, so that was like the kind of start of it was with a a network, but I guess you could just link with AdSense. Like that's what I'm doing now because I don't have a network anymore.
2: Yeah.
1: But it kind of depends on like, what's your aim for it? Do you want to just be strictly a channel that's not going to do a lot of sponsored content and you're going to drive it with views and that those views will be enough to like, you know, uh, I think it depends on how many ads you have on your video and all that stuff. Or do you want to be a channel that, you know, has a lot of sponsored moments in it, whether it's integrated, whether it's, um, you know, completely, Buy a certain brand, uh, you know. It's kind of up to you and what yeah. your channel is going towards. Like I'm sure gamers don't have sponsored content as much, unless it's from a game, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I, like my channel, obviously, uh, I would. Have more sponsored content, like it wouldn't just be strict on views because mine involves a lot of product and a lot of reviewing and a lot of, uh, you know, showing different things. So it's more open to working with brands of like Mm -hmm. different kinds. But
2: that's
1: one way. If you wanted to go into different ways of earning money to make it a career, so you have your your views, so your monthly views allocated to you. Yeah. Then you have anything sponsored wise, um, which is probably how most people can make it a living mm-hmm. when a you,
0: yeah when you say AdSense, for those that kind of maybe don't know that are listening that's where google who's the owner of youtube puts like a sponsored kind of 10 second ad that's the kind of ad yeah. that we see scattered yeah. in amongst videos or at the yeah. start or end right yeah and, and then you're,
1: you're in charge of your ads. so you, sometimes you yeah. see an ad in the beginning and then depending on the length of videos which are seem to only be getting longer there's more ads slotted in, which obviously yeah. if you watch most of the time you can't skip it. Um those are payment
0: basically. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. And so if you were to put a percentage on or maybe you don't want to, but roughly, you know, are you aiming more for that kind of sponsored monthly, uh like AdSense stuff, or are you more open to working with brands and, and getting I'm not really that?
1: I honestly haven't really thought of that. If you if I really think about it, I'm just kind it's of, kind of I I would get a lot of um emails from brands and I really go through to see what fits my um you know image and what would work really with what I do cuz you get yeah. some random emails where you're like have you even looked at my <laughs> you know, like,
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I can't do a uh, fitness tea when I'm pregnant or something, you know what I
2: mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um yeah, so yeah, I kind of think I'm like equal, like I don't know, like some months are lower than others and it's just such a up and down kind of career yep. where you could have set, like in marketing like um Christmas time is so busy with product push out and everything so that's a really yeah. busy time for influencers with like all this Christmas stuff and guides and this and that and what to get and what to you know so that's a big time. And, but then there's, like, a lull right after, like, in January. Like, yeah, <laughs> no happens. one has
0: any money. Yeah. Totally.
1: So people are smart with, like, doing every – or um, what is it? Christmas, like, vlogging every day in Christmas to make enough views for January because the it's low. a little bit of a lower month, right? So you yeah. can at least refer back to 31 days in December. Is there 31 mm-hmm. days? 30 days in December? <laughs>
0: 30 days in September. Yeah. 31. 31.
1: December 31st yeah yeah
0: exactly yeah
1: um so yeah it's kind of up to you but then yeah so you have your your views you have sponsored content which you have to figure out your own rate card and whatnot unless you have a manager that can do that with you and negotiate and then there's affiliate code so if you see someone like uh you know recommending a product and if you use my code you know, L pearls, you can get 20% off or $5, five pounds off, anything like that. And um, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes there is, uh, you know, a percentage that goes to that influencer. Yeah. Um, and then you have just, yeah, it, it's normally just an affiliate code or swipe up links, but you have to be transparent with that, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Though I think it should be everywhere because it's a little annoying when you follow people in other places and you're like, is that... Content, is that mad being paid for yeah before i thought it was like it's none of their business like i'm being truthful anyways but obviously there's people that aren't truthful mm-hmm. and right now it's actually i really am so glad that it's the way it is yeah so, i think very, it's good it just
0: makes it transparent and totally everyone's like, on the same page right yeah oh yeah. totally
1: but i think initially i was like when i go into top shop they're not like oh i get this amount of pay for that yeah
2: yeah everyone else's
1: job is so transparent with what is a paid position so yeah. I thought, oh that's a little silly unless it's like a sponsored post and you like obviously have to be open about that but now I'm like oh no that's fair because if someone feels like they're buying something and I'm getting a percentage of their you know money spent I you should let them know
0: <laughs> yeah 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 I know, totally and so in terms of um, the uh, content that you produce do you have a team? You sort of mentioned briefly a manager there. Do you have a team or a, a content producer? Um, you know, Do you edit all of your YouTube videos and Instagram posts and everything? Is that all you or do you have other people? Yeah.
1: So I got a manager, which was within my network. And she's actually from Northern Ireland, but she lives in London. Nice. And uh, I got her as soon as I had olive, so that was 15 months ago. And it was the best decision I ever made.
2: Just well, with
1: yeah. time. one of the worst things not worst but um if you're bad at time management uh, emails are awful because i was getting emails being like did you check my email from a week ago and like, <laughs> you're oh, like crap so i know it just yeah. was kind of piling up obviously with like I In this industry, you don't get, uh you know, mat leave. So I'm trying to be on top of something I've created, but then also be with my new board. And yeah, it's just a little totally. overwhelming. So I, I pre-filmed enough to, like, give myself enough time to like, slowly come back to the light here. But getting a manager was so helpful because any email that I receive, it just is forwarded on. And the last thing I get, like, she'll, you know, email me being like, oh, they're asking this. What are you thinking? And, you yeah. know, get little updates here and there but it's basically she's so good so good at negotiating and she even when we meet up she's like there's not one contract Elena, that i've had to amend like not one like everything has always had to be changed i'm like oh flip i should have got you way sooner <laughs> because i definitely signed things that I, like, yeah, yeah as you do being naive in something that's new and exciting you're like oh yeah i, I get a paycheck for something i love right like yeah naturally so if you're listening and you're a new content creator read those
2: contracts
0: yeah well so i'm intrigued like what's an example of where that's maybe gone wrong oh, or, or been annoying or well, too many one, times to tell <laughs> no
1: no no no. one in spe- or no two specifically i won't mention any names but yep. one was a basically a year contract and you know this is pre-management or anything and The number was obviously really, oh, that's a good number to what I thought it was, but then not seeing the amount of exclusivity to that brand was kind of ruining other opportunities, which I didn't really expect. And then it was because it was so, um, I couldn't literally add anything else to the videos that Um, involved that brand it made it Mm -hmm. so hard to be creative with video ideas and then i was like it was very forced almost it felt felt so forced it felt so sponsored which i was like this is like losing on both ends which is a Mm -hmm. massive brand should know that if they want sales they should have like the influencer be natural about it yeah well integrated yeah yeah how they would show off that product in the best way possible mm-hmm. rather than like such a forced specific wording like Ugh.
0: oh yeah and, and people then, are sorry to jump in I was just no, gonna say fine. people people aren't fools like I think so many people can read through that and especially if they are like a long-term follower of you they'll be like this is not the Alana we know like she's forcing this product down her throat rather than really? for another product where you're like ah, actually really like this and it suits me and blah blah yeah. blah. Well, even
1: the, the marketing agency that was like the in-between person of the brand, um, like she was even like struggling with ideas and she felt bad for me too. She was yeah. just like, oh, like, I know what you mean. Like, I'm going to try my best to see what we can do. And, and yeah. right, so that was one situation. And then the other one was another brand that had worked with big influencers um, for a product and uh, payment didn't come for like 10 months and... Patty had to go in to like a dispute with them and it was just so Whoa. intense and it took forever yeah. and it was quite a lump sum as well it came in the end so i can't say anything there but a very long awaited time for you know yeah. something where obviously this is my income and mm-hmm. because salary isn't like an every two-week situation i have to like budget Bu- either, budget right?
0: and yeah, yeah
1: totally it's so it definitely much. a it came at the good time because it came right around tax season.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it, uh, yeah, It was a bit stressful, I will say.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. And so, in terms of the content, then is that all? All you behind the scenes?
1: <laughs> well, I think it's pretty easy to see that I don't have a professional, behind the scenes <laughs> but, <middle. laughs> but um, no, my content is very um, just girl next door realistic nothing theatrical or perfected about it there's channels that are so beautifully edited and everything and that is great i love watching it but it's just not me and it was it's not even what i would like to go into i've had you know opportunities to get better cameras or better backdrops or going to studios and the reason I started YouTube was because I loved that. Oh, I feel like I'm watching them in front of me do something. And it was mm-hmm. very relatable. I think that's what I wanted to make sure was my foundation was that I was relatable and people could like play and pause my videos and feel like they're a part of it. Um,
2: yeah.
1: And they've, they've transitioned over the years because my life has changed so much since, you know, starting. And so it might not be so beauty related anymore. I think my whole platform is more lifestyle which is um good because people prefer that more than like a dedicated video yeah. your makeup or your hair people just are so nosy and want to know everything about <laughs> it. yeah um, so it's it's more vlog based and um you know interactive with people in my life and people feel like they're a part of it a little bit more now so vlogs I feel like people don't love vlog unless you're going like, mm-hmm. a travel video to inspire you or something yeah um, yeah yeah I think there's something real, um, yeah, like, you're a part of that life, like, oh, I've been to that place, oh, I know where that is, and you feel like you're, you're friends with the person you're watching a little bit.
0: Yeah, and I think people appreciate just saying that, in fact, you are a completely normal person, and like, you know, Paddy's on the sofa snoring or whatever. (laughs) I think he's
2: sometimes the
1: star, him and Olive, people come back for them. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And so uh, No,
1: sorry, no, I don't. Although recently I did hire a friend just to help with some more creative aspects with it. So she comes over every so often to help film something. But uh no Patty's my photographer for the most part.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he can probably get a full time role with that kid. <laughs> I know.
1: Well, yeah, I
0: think I mean on gonna... the side, you know, as a as a <laughs> photographer. I know. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um so what is the, what does the future kind of look for you in terms of the vlogging space and YouTube and Instagram and all of that?
1: Yeah, well, it's already changed so much in four years, but I mm-hmm. think if I'm being, you know, life's only going to get busier because I'm sure we will try to expand the family and whatnot, but I know I would love to start a brand or a product or even do a collab with a, you know, well like stu- suited brand for me. I don't know something where I'm putting something out there for the consumer of like yeah. my audience. Cause I, I do have quite a loyal audience of, yeah. um you know, whatever I put out, they do trust my opinion in something. And that means a lot to me. So um yeah, I don't know a product, a brand, something that's definitely been on their minds for the last year. So it's just where, where do we go, what do we do, what is it, um, what will, you know, work well. Because I think it's, um, you know, smart being a North American in a country that's a very small business run country, Mm -hmm. it's just beneficial to bring a a bigger audience to, you know, a smaller place. So, I know there's a a foot in the door for something. It's just, what is it? So, Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, you are originally from Canada or North America? Yes. Canada. Canada, yeah. Um, any plans to head back that direction or are you firmly kind of in the UK and no, Northern Ireland? Like?
1: Yeah, we're definitely here. Um yeah. I would never say no, like a firm no, but I can't I genuinely can't see it for a while. Mm-hmm. I know if any of my friends in Canada listen to this, they'll be like, No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. There definitely was a moment whenever I was pregnant that I was like, Oh, I should be with my family and friends, but you know what? I am so happy here. It's home is wherever your heart is. And my heart is here. Mm-hmm. So, um, I do love it here and I couldn't imagine raising our daughter anywhere else.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Cool. Um, we'll maybe just wrap up with a, a couple of different questions that I'd like to kind of finish with in terms yeah. of uh quick, quick fire, I guess. Um, do you have any kind of mentors or people that you have followed or look up to over the past kind of five, ten years?
1: Um, I wouldn't say mentors. Uh well my manager Jody's amazing. She's just has great input, but I feel like in this job it's just inspiration. Like the reason I started was another girl. just decided to pick up the camera and do something they love so I kind of just am inspired by you know the community that I am in like I don't maybe personally know them or physically know them yeah but um
0: you consume their content
1: totally but they're the reason I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm able to do it and live from it so yeah um yeah, I would just say the people that I started watching from forever ago, so Tanya Berg, Chloe Morello, all those girls just, yeah, really inspire me because they're still doing it. They're still making a career. They didn't just stop or, you know, mm-hmm. move on to something. Maybe they have different opportunities now, but, um, yeah, I think it's just very, really, very inspiring, for, like, what they do.
0: Yeah, cool, cool. And what's been maybe the biggest struggle through all of this over the past couple of years starting the YouTube channel? Is it that consistency oh. piece that we talked about earlier? Or, or
1: yeah, well, definitely having a baby.
0: I can imagine. I yeah. Oh,
1: definitely. Um, I didn't think it would change me so much for the good. And also there was hard times just, I think because you're so, this is such an not a selfish job, but you're just, you're, you're your own brand, right? Like, mm-hmm. It's a personal so about, brand. Totally. And I think, You know, obviously, my gaze was so shifted. And then it was like, oh, do I still want to do this? I was questioning a little bit more. And I was like, what do I do? And I think vlogging really kind of ignited my love it again. Cause I was like, I don't have time to set up lights. I don't have time to set up the like DSLR camera, sit down. I don't even have the time to do that because she's ready to feed or You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just, it just wasn't working. I don't have, I didn't have an assistant. I didn't have an, uh, you know, any help. It was just me. So I was like, how do I make this work? So it was a little trying at times. I think I, you know, lowered my content a little bit last year, but, uh, it took about, you know, six to eight months for me to really realize okay let's shift gears here it doesn't need to be so dedicated on a specific uh you know topic anymore it can be a little bit more open because people are interested in my life like i am a canadian living over here having a baby it's very you know these are big life moments and there's a lot of people that just want to know what it was like because they're heading into it they just came from it they're thinking about it you know what i mean so yeah people really reacted well to just me opening up and i never really was a vlogger quite before it was more formal type videos. So, um, yeah, it's been really exciting to just get more into like a a weekly vlog because i do not know how people do it daily
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah and so is that what you're doing now is it is it just once a week a, a sort of longer yeah vlog? so
1: my my rhythm and it kind of breaks here and there aka this week
0: um, <laughs>
1: normally it's like a, a weekly vlog that goes live on a monday evening and then i would have a more formal video in the later week like a makeup tutorial or something that's a little bit more beauty fashion related
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: I love it.
1: I can hit 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 both of my audiences—the people that come for the vlogs and the people that don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, what what's the most interesting thing about you that we wouldn't maybe learn from you know all the vlogs or Instagram or is there anything that's kind of hidden? I or- was
1: actually chatting to Patty about this because I was like, Ugh. like, how do you answer that about yourself, right? Because yeah, I I forget. Like I know everything about me. But, yeah
0: but is there something that's you know, not I'm trying in to a video
1: someone else like what do you, they only see what 25 minutes of a week you know yeah so, yeah, yeah um i was like patty like what would you say <laughs> And he was like uh that you irish danced <laughs>
0: <was> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> did you laughing? use the irish dance
2: yeah yeah i did actually but uh um, yeah <laughs>
0: well yeah, that's one, like, like, oh, man, like, yeah, one thing then like people have never seen it
1: no I'm an awful singer, but I would love, love to learn how to harmonize. I don't care about the melody. I just want the harmony. Like, you just
0: want that fucking track. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, <laughs> I would do anything. And I can't, my mind cannot. My mind has the note, but my mouth does not. That's yeah,
0: yeah, do. yeah. I'm the uh, same. Like I'm singing in the shower and everything sounds so good. And then, know. you know, if, if something gets recorded, you're like, there's no way I sound that bad. Know. You know, I'm dying no, to sound no. good, but it just sounds so awful. I oh, kills think this. I just need
1: to bite the bullet and maybe go to singing lessons. But I'm. It would be yes. weird if I came. In, it was like I don't want to sing the melody. I just want the harmony. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need someone else so, so I can harmonize. So yeah.
1: picky, but um, no. I I think, and I'm sure a lot of people would say this. Obviously, I don't record all like the super tough times or when I'm having a moment of meltdown or you yeah. know. Yeah, there's sometimes I'm a little bit more open and whatnot, but I think that's like my. I'm keeping that for me because I think as soon as I open that door, I'm opening the door to a lot more maybe intense comments. And my channels mm-hmm. are not a controversial type. And yeah. I prefer to you know uplift people and really bring people joy, and that's really what you know I am to a core. So it's minimal those moments, but they're still very much there. I'm putting my me out there for people to yeah. judge I, I signed up to that fully right but yeah you know sometimes it can be just a little even though I don't get hate comments it's just you know comparing or just getting down on myself because I should be working more but I should also be you know present with my daughter and it's just you know all these things that I'm sure yeah. at home working moms do but it, it can be overwhelming in times for sure
0: yeah definitely you kind of touched on it there and you kind of answered it as well but do you get any kind of haters or people who are nasty if you like
2: you always you you
1: will as soon, as there's soon always gonna the be right oh, yeah sure. you keyboard warriors as as you, yeah as soon as you open a door for anything online you're opening the door for people's opinions and comments so, which everyone's entitled to and to be honest um because Initially, my channel was really beauty focused. You didn't like the way I did my makeup. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. It's really yeah. just makeup, and it comes off at night. But I think because now my channel is a little bit more open with my life and what I do and my opinions on some things. Uh, no, I really, I really don't get negative comments. I even got a comment once. This was a while ago, and it was like. She obviously deletes all of her negative comments because she hardly has any, and I was like, <laughs> I like
0: "You're like, no, like it's, it's the truth."
1: Of, I know. I was like, "Oh, it's actually kind of secretly that's a nice comment." That's a compliment in it itself. It, she doesn't mean it as a nice comment, but yeah. like took think as a nice comment, because I was like, but, "I can't, I can't be like, no, I didn't," because obviously it's one person over another. But uh, yeah, yeah, but no, yeah. I really don't like. I do. I really, like I mentioned. I'm not controversial. Like there's so many people in the beauty industry that just have so many issues at the moment. And I just, I don't, it's not for me. Like if you, if I really don't like someone, something in, you know, makeup or a product or a piece of clothing, I just won't use it. I won't show it. Like as soon as I do and bash it, I don't know if someone watching has always loved it because their mom always loved it or you know a, a dear friend I, like I don't know any, anyone else's story or relationship with something mm-hmm. I'm batching. like it's not like I, I just don't use it like I don't need to talk about
2: it so yeah, yeah that's totally. just
1: my approach but you know some people thrive on a little bit of controversy and it kind of grows it but I don't want to have a fast-paced following or you know grow a lot of subscribers over something negative mm-hmm. negative, rather have a slow growth with positive and loyal trusting
0: great people. community yeah. yeah yeah quality and so where do you get your kind of best ideas or inspiration and on top of that you know do you do you go to like networking events or you know connect with other people outside of the like Outside of online, you know, in, in yeah, real life yeah, yeah. To, to get inspiration or ideas? Or?
1: Totally. Um, networking events. Well, I guess you could say like um, events in general are networking. So mm-hmm. I, when I first moved over, I was a little timid. I don't think anyone knew I really existed over here naturally. Um, But I slowly got into the scene, got on more, you know, PR lists or uh, you know, inv- invitations to different things. So I definitely have grown a little community here with other local bloggers, YouTubers, um, media and,
2: yeah.
1: um, yeah, it's been a slow growth with it here because I still, still get people being like, where do you live? Like,
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It doesn't
1: look like you're in Canada, but you sound like you're from Canada. So, yeah. um, no, I'm really trying to grow like my UK audience because I still, my, north american audience is the biggest which is great for you know working opportunities with brands because it's the biggest consuming area but uh yeah i just want to really grow that local kind of follower growth and i feel really privileged because i was just nominated for best um beauty blogger influencer of the year for um the ni beauty awards so nice
0: Well, that's a plug.
1: From here, but being recognized, um, it'll be four years in yeah. September, so... <laughs> nice anniversary. Very exciting, yeah.
0: Congratulations on that one. Nice Thank one. you. It's
1: very
0: exciting. Cool. Um, so, last question. When you think of the word successful, who is the person that kind of comes to mind and why? It's a big one.
1: So, literally... When I read that question, because you sent me some questions beforehand, which I actually completely forgot to like look at again <laughs> once you sent them. Quickly like,
0: oh, scanning beforehand. Oh,
1: but I'm so glad I didn't, because sometimes I get things in my head and I don't, you know, free flow. So I'm glad I didn't look back at yeah. them. But I remember that question being like instantly when I read it, I thought of the person, and then Something I someone comes of, to mind. Yep, and I I asked Patty, I'm like, who who would you like think for me? And he was like, oh, well, wouldn't you think of the Youtubers that inspired you and all this and like yeah I guess so but when I think of success and this is a little bit cheesy but my younger brother Michael is 26 and two years ago two and a half years ago um he came over and he's very much in the art field he was always creative very personable great with people and he was interning at a tattoo shop so he'd been tattooing for at the time seven months like hardly like literally no no training no even talking of tattooing before and yeah he came over and he was chatting to me he's like yeah i think i'm gonna open up a shop in toronto toronto wow. Ontario, canada and so I was like okay cool and like told my mom and dad and they're like yeah he said that but you know he's kind of a dreamer and he would say things but like would it happen? No. Sure enough in November of that year he opened it and now nice. he just opened a third shop. Whoa. He's owned Whoa. two really you know high-end apartments in Toronto. He is so um, you know creative and has a charity with it and is so innovative and he's grown so much in three years even his um mgp tattoos on instagram if you want to Um,
2: yeah
1: so creative and like very business-minded but very smart where he knows how to add on to his group he wrote like a i want to say 150 page manual to uh teach new tattoo artists so uh people coming in he's like kind of the teacher so again we kind of stem from the same like we love our creative side but we love teaching how to do it as well so I think that's yeah. what we're, we're good at but I just think oh my goodness like he was what 24 at the time when he thought of this and now he has three tattoo shops which are in the top top range in toronto a major city in the entire world that are killing it so innovative and it was just him and a friend and now they have a third business partner a whole crew multiple tattoo artists and i know it's not my specific field but it's still a creative field and power to him so i'm very proud of him and i think he's a very special guy and i just get you know a good fuel from seeing him succeed and do well
0: yeah that's awesome Nice one. He did go cool. to
1: university, though. I will say that. So don't, don't not go.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. Went nice hard,
1: But he did go to school.
0: <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, hey, Alana, thanks so much for for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate you taking the time to yeah, have well, a chat thanks with me.
1: For having me as the first woman, I feel very appreciated and honored.
0: Yeah, yeah. have done a good job for the for the oh. ladies. <laughs>
1: <I hope laughs> nice so. one.
0: Gotta Where? Represent. Um. Yeah, that's it where's the best place people can follow up with you or or follow and connect with you?
1: Yeah. Well, on Instagram, it's at L pearls. Pearls is in the necklace and you can search the same thing on YouTube and I'll pop up.
0: (laughs) Nice. Cool. Excellent. Thanks again.
1: Perfect. Thanks so much, Niall.
0: If you haven't subscribed yet to my podcast, what are you waiting for? Please hit that subscribe button and leave me a review to let me know what you think about the podcast.